You know it's a fun game? Huh. You take three Excedrin PMs and you see if you could whack off before you fall asleep. <sighs> you always win is the best part about the game. Welcome to Black Irish Podcast. <laughs> Welcome to an all-new episode of Black Irish Podcast with myself, Brennan McCorkle, and look who I found! It's Mike Crawford! <laughs> you didn't have to find me. I wasn't lost, man. Going through some things, but you know. Uh, what's going on, man? How you been? I'm good. I did tell everybody last week that you were out indefinitely because your uh, your text was got a little ambiguous. Like, hey, man, I just need a little time, and I didn't want to put any pressure on you. So I was like, hey, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know when Mike's going to be back. And then here you are in the flesh with your red. Good thing I am back because at the time I was sending those texts, I was in a way different mindset. But we're yeah. happy now today. So Good. I'm glad you're back. Trust me. I texted you. I said, very exciting when you, when you text me today. I was like, oh, I did not expect this. That's great. Uh, yeah. Well, you get to just walk right back into the lion's den. Uh, we got to start talking about <laughs> farts immediately. Oh, farts? Yeah. That's absolutely disgusting. <laughs> Unless you did the double, like, the rudder thing where you put it over your wife's head and make her smell your fart. That shit is cool. No, that's a Dutch oven. Mm-hmm. The Dutch rudder there is you when go. you grab the other person's arm while you're holding your dick <laughs> and they okay. grab your no, arm no. and you do. Don't, you, don't do that. You, it's not gay. You're holding their arm, not their dick. They're holding their dick. You're holding their arm, and then you both just do that. That's that's gay. Sorry, right. I know offense to gay people because if that's what you want to do, is it gay, gay to do a circle jerk? Yeah. How many times have you been gay? Never. You've never done a circle jerk. No. You've never jerked off in the same room as a friend watching a porno with a blanket over your lap. Absolutely not, Brendan. Me neither. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's not like I did it yesterday. Or ever, for that matter, allegedly. Let's get back to farting, the important stuff. I was I was in the car the other day with my four-year-old, and we're hanging out. Older brother's at an activity, and we're just, like, in there. He likes, you know, it was cold outside. He just wants to go in there for a few minutes. And it was cold outside. Did you just say it was cold outside? You live in California, Southern California. Listen, dude. It literally from last week, it went from at like eight o'clock at night being like fifty degrees, forty-eight degrees, to like yesterday it was eighty-five degrees. That's what Southern California does. It just flips on a dime. Like when it's ready to be warm, it's warm. Like it's still kind of cold at night, but like by the end of the week, I'll be able to go out. 90% of the days until the end of summer with just a t-shirt on no matter what time of day. It's going to be beautiful. But last week it was still on the tail end of being cold for the four months out of the year it's cold. Cold is 48 to him, people, just so just so we understand. To a four-year-old. 
To a four-year-old is what I'm talking about, Mike. <laughs> to a four-year-old, it's cold. I would have been there with my boy, my that nine-year-old. You're, that you're referencing as cold as a grown man. Yeah. And it was how cold again? What was the degrees again? Just for I the people, know. one more time. It was like around 50, 48, something like that for the little <laughs> man. All righty, people. Now we know what we got We got some contact here. Continue your story, sir. Yeah. So my four-year-old didn't want to be out in the 50-degree <laughs> weather. So I let him sit in the passenger seat of my car and he's playing this little puzzle game that he likes to do. He's really brilliant with puzzles and likes it. I don't let him play with my phone often, but every now and again, if that's what it is, that's fine. No videos though. I don't do that. I know I'm weird like that. I don't care. Um, so he like rips. I'm saying like, and it stinks. This boy has man poops already. But it is, like, rank. And, like, he's playing his game, and he's four, so he kind of, like, half doesn't realize he did it. And I wait a second, and then he's, he like... He doesn't care that he did it. No, because then it took a second, and then he's, like, excuse me. Like, uh-huh. And then I was, like, dude, okay, thank you for saying excuse me. That was stinky. Not ten seconds later, guess what happens? You rip one. Dad rips a fart, and I couldn't help it. I was like, oh, well, buddy, we're disgusting. And then I had to just open the door. And then he said, Daddy, it's cold outside. Can you please close the door? And I said, no, it's stinky in here. It's not that cold outside. <laughs> Roll the windows down, my dude. We were parked. It wasn't like we were, like, driving. Oh. We were sure. parked. Yeah. He's not sitting. My four-year-old's not in the passenger seat playing games on my phone while I'm headed down the highway without a seatbelt. I, I didn't think about that. Yeah, so I just had to open the door. So we're a couple of disgusting little fellas there. He calls me big fella the these to days. Me is that I, don't, I let go mass farts. They never stink. My farts don't stink anymore. I don't know what happened. With the food that you eat, they don't stink? And I eat trash. I know. That's what I'm saying. You either have to eat trash or you have to eat, like, really clean. Like, oh, man, the other day I had uh, eggs and broccoli for breakfast, and I had tuna out of a can for lunch. Can you imagine what the evening couch smelt like? I don't even want to think about it. Can we it just smelt move like a chicken got ate by the sea and farted out some broccoli. It was disgusting. <laughs> Maybe I ate chicken of the sea tuna. Who knows? It all comes together, man. See what just happened? Synergy of life. Okay, so who are you willing to fart in front of? I'll fart in front of anybody. Strangers? Anybody. I don't hold farts, bro. What about in church? Fart. <laughs> the Lord knows what your body's doing, right? Who cares about everybody yeah. else? It's a human bodily function. I would say, excuse me, as a grown-up should do, but I'm farting, bro. <laughs> I love that about you. Do you try and at least taper off the sound? Yeah, I mean, I will if I can, you know. Are you, you a you cheek lifter? Do, do you, like, put your hand on the cheek? and what? It... I don't put my hand on my cheek, but sometimes I will lift, lift the cheek, man, lift the leg up, you know. Do you, try, do you do the thing where you, like, keep one side of your body in position, you act like you're going to scooch over to the next one, but really you're just spreading out so you can kind of... Just got to go scooch. a little lean, man. Make it quick. Uh, so nobody's on the no-fly list. You will fart in front of anybody. Doesn't matter. 
No, because you try to hold a fart, and I don't know what that's going to do to my body, bro. <laughs> I don't what if you're at a funeral? Fart. <laughs> I hope it never happens, and I hope it's not a big one, but I'm farting. So <laughs> I don't hold in bodily functions, bro. That's bro. so good. Okay, Which so that's why I keep poop, a, a poop kit in my car with me at all times, so I never have to hold poop either. I literally wipe down and poop anywhere, bro. Yeah, that's more of a skill based out of survival that you got there. Like your ability to just not care and poop anywhere, that's more of like you didn't really have a choice, so you had to kind of embrace it. Now it's kind of a superpower of yours. <laughs> I feel like that way with my liver. I swear to you. It's like because, it, you know, when you consume weed or whatever, it still gets processed through your liver. And. I feel like I have a Viking liver. Like, I have the most war-torn, battle-scarred liver that's been through, like, the most heinous shit. But it came out on the other side, and it's like, now it's the most strong liver of all time. Because, like, dude, my tolerance for weed should not be so high, considering I don't, like, I was smoking it a lot for a while, and then I backed off, but, like, I... Like, it's just weird. Like, I can tolerate way more than I should be able to. I think it's just because I have this Viking war-torn liver that's just like, don't worry, man, we got you. We'll fight through anything. I'm like, no, 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 let some of that through, man. Let it through. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Help me out. It's more. It's cheaper that way. Let it through. Yeah, there you go. Shit, I wish I could say the same to my body. So, all right. So, considering you're letting farts fly everywhere, you maniac... What's the worst, like, worst fart you've ever laid out? Like, what was that? Was it like, come on, set the stage for me. Because it sounds like you haven't been embarrassed about any of your farts. No, the worst fart I've ever laid out, I think I was literally by myself. I literally almost made myself vomit. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. It was so, I don't even know why it was this stinky. It felt like like I had just released sewage from my butt. Like, I don't understand why it was so stinky. Honestly, that's probably the worst fart I've ever smelled in my, of, of mine in my entire life. Oh, and you've never been, like, super embarrassed about a fart or anything? Or, like... Oh, no, no, no. I'm not about to be Have you cleared out a room? room? I've cleared out a basketball court before with a fart. Me too. Like... Like, the whole gym left was like, yo, hell no. There's no way you should stink that bad. Like, left. Stop. Mid-game. We were playing basketball. The mid-game, it stank. Everyone left out the gym. was like, yo, you can have the gym by yourself for, like, five minutes. Like, well, you need to let something go. But that still wasn't stinkier than the one I was in the car by myself. One of the top five stinkiest farts I ever laid was at said basketball game in warm-ups in a church league. That I played center, and so much to the point where they asked me to leave warmups, and I got I was benched. I didn't start that game because they're like, "You need to take more time. Don't come around mm-hmm. us." Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, um, that is absolutely disgusting. That was the closest I've ever came to being embarrassed because it's really hard to embarrass me. I'm just like, "Hey, man, sorry about that, but it did just happen. I can't undo that." But a, getting benched for a fart. That's pretty, you know, that's pretty heinous. Yeah, that's pretty fucked up, especially if you're good. They can kiss my ass. I'm still starting farting all. 
My worst is when I'm like get on a hard boiled egg kick because my like one of my favorite things to eat is hard boiled eggs with uh, sriracha sauce on it. Just take a few bites and it's delightful. But man, the ass reaper is coming and there's nothing you can do to stop it. I have to like there's if I have one, I might as well have 10 because it's just the rest of the day. Everything's going to smell like that. It's disgusting. <laughs> Just like somebody sat a piece of salmon out in the sun for six hours and shoved it up a butthole. It's disgusting. Yeah, just just poop. Just get it out your system. Oh, I do. But the fart is the prelude to the poop. And that's why your fart stinks so bad. And see, that's why I don't fart when when I feel like poop is there. I poop. (laughs) So my farts usually come through a clean passageway, not a poop passageway. That's at least what my doctor tried to explain to me. I don't know. I can't sit down unless I feel like it's going to be worth it. If I'm like, man, this is going to be a partial turd. Like I feel, I feel taken advantage of if I only have a partial turd. Yeah. If you've had stomach and issues like I have, anytime it feel like you got to go, you just go. You don't even play around. Fair enough. Your body's used to evacuating. It kind of helps you out on that. Yeah, gotta go, gotta go. <laughs> well, speaking of science, I brought something up last week by myself, but I definitely wanted to circle back with you. Would you be okay with stopping science exactly where it is right now? Like starting tomorrow, no more science. No. Why? Okay, that's the only way you're going to cure some of these diseases and shit. Correct. Science, so. However... I wouldn't want you to stop trying. But here's the thing. If technology no longer advances in any way, we have what we have and we can improve upon what we have. We just can't make any new technology. No, you. so technology and science are two different things. Well, within science is what I'm talking about. Okay, I'm talking about artificial people, (laughs) cloning, artificial embryos and wombs, and just basically different ways to build an army in a warehouse. What if we cut that out? Cut out all I mean, these I'm okay new... with cutting all that out, but if you have But to cut out here's all the thing, the, tra- the trade-off is that there are no more new cures. There are no more new anything like that. You know, I mean, I don't want that. Then I'm you want okay to take the, the risk of whatever these wackadoos robots, keep doing with technology. Yeah. Here's the thing is technology and science are becoming more accessible to regular people like us. That's scary. It's, I mean, it's, it is, but it's not. Like, you got to think, 20 years ago, Magic Johnson was the only person that can get the shit that can cure HIV. Now, they got the shit playing on commercials. You exactly, your but insurance. that's my point. That is exactly my point. So we do have certain technologies that can cure certain types of cancer. So what if, instead of trying to just quickly keep going to the next thing, the next thing, what if we just improved? Upon, it, would, it would require us to as a society or whoever does this type of shit, focus on what we already have to improve it and make it better instead of just trying to make it quicker, better, faster all the time. So everybody could have these cures for certain things that only these one percenters are doing. But if all of the treatment and focus went into improving that, then maybe it can be widespread for whatever we do have cures for now. So there are some benefits to it. I mean, there's a given curve, but like I said, if it has anything to do with stopping the ongoing of curing of AIDS, cancer, mm, 
alopecia, whatever they're working alopecia. to try to cure. Alopecia? I just threw something there. <laughs> I don't know if they're trying to cure that or not. But yeah. I don't almost, think that's I'm on all, the same I'm level all... as cancer. No, it's not. It's part of the cancer process, though. Like, you uh, lose your hair, right? Yeah. I think that's chemo more than cancer. There you go. You but I'm not certain of that. I think cancer just kills your I whole said body. the cancer process, and there's no chemo without cancer. So no, That's not true. There's a ton of people that refuse chemo. I think I would refuse chemo if it was like, this ain't going to help. I'd be like, thank you. Listen to what I said. There's no chemo without cancer. Oh, yeah, I didn't yeah, say yeah. there was no cancer Well, that's not chemo. true. That's not true at all. I'd do chemo if I didn't have cancer, though. Like, you just said you do. You would I do wouldn't if I had cancer. But you would do, it and it was like inevitable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like as a as a test thing. Like, hey, what happens? Who knows? Hey, Brendan, the next person who sees who listens to this show and actually sees Brendan in person, <laughs> smack him on the back of the head one time for me, please. Probably my guy, drunken stoner. I know you're watching. You're my guy. You're gonna see him at a comedy show soon. Why? Give why is he your guy? I mean, shout out to drunken stoner, but why is he your guy? I just know he's going to see you. I do a lot oh, of yeah. shows with you. I do a lot of time together. And I know he watches the show. I, we or don't Dow do a ton Powell, of shows Dow together. Powell, we just is. tend to promote a lot. Oh, each other's surf. Okay. Yeah. But uh, Or Dow Pal. She can smack in the back of the head for me. Or I know no, Mickey's not old enough. Yeah. Three years from now, when you see this episode mix. Okay, but what about this with, the, with science? Okay. What if science goes so far to where Jurassic Park becomes a real thing and they bring dinosaurs back? All right, then they've gone too far, but they can't bring something back that was never here, Brendan. Uh, they almost they got can't you. bring something back <laughs> that is never here. Okay, so what if they create dinosaurs? Then they've gone too damn far. <laughs> Would you be terrified? Like looking at like Would you be terrified if there was a pterodactyl be, flying would, over DC? <laughs> I would be terrified. I would lose all of my shit. Like all of all of my entire brain mass would be gone. That would fucking drive me crazy. All right, I wouldn't go I'm, ever. I'm only on board with science continuing if they start bringing back dinosaurs. That's my rule. Hell with dinosaurs, <laughs> So would you you like dinosaurs, man? Why would you want dinosaurs yeah. here anyway? You never watched Dinosaurs, the TV program. Not the mama. Come on. That was the shit. That was an amazing show. It ain't, they ain't going to be like that, bro. <laughs> that show holds up, by the way. I went and started watching it like a year ago to see if like my oldest son would like it. I'm like, dude, this is hilarious. Earl is the best. It was pretty funny. I'm not gonna, I'll give you that. but And for sure that family is black, right? <laughs> I don't remember the details of their background, so I'm not gonna say they're black. They probably were played by black actors. It sounded like, but it could have been white actors. We don't know. People were thinking that people think that I'm. I know, but the time. family I'm dynamic. Fine. It seemed like it was. Uh, I'm just kidding. I don't really remember the whole dynamic of the show. That's why. I just wanted to see if I could get a rise out of you. But speaking of dinosaurs and whatnot, let's have an animal callback real quick. Real quick. If you could have science change you into any animal today, what would that animal be? I don't know. Whichever animal lives the fucking longest. A whale. They probably live a long time. Yeah. 
A whale. And I'd be the biggest, maddest motherfucker in the sea. Yeah. Mm. Call me Free Mikey. <laughs> uh, that was a killer whale, an orca whale. Not that's like talk about baby. Well, that's not the biggest no whale. Well. Like a blue whale or a sperm whale. Those things are gigantic. Yeah, but those things ain't fighting shit. They don't really defend You said you wanted to be the biggest in. and baddest. Now you just want to be the baddest. That's part of being the baddest. You got to mix the two. You can't just be the biggest and be a punk ass. Like, I want to be the biggest and baddest. The biggest mixture of the two is probably some big ass shark, but I don't want to be like a mean guy. So, Oakland whales are nice. You don't have you to be a mean them. shark. Now that you say that, that's yeah. probably the thing that I would be. Because a shark, the reason why I have that shark mentality is sharks are never still. That's it. They're never mm-hmm. idle. It's not a shark mentality like you sure. got to kill everything all the time. Because there are nice sharks that are like puppies with teeth and weird faces. Those, those sharks don't exist, buddy. Yeah, they do. No, I think they even the call them tiger sharks. The they're like the savages of the ocean, bro. I know, but they're savages because they never sleep. They're never idle. They're constantly moving. Even if they're going at a slow and steady just... Waiting in the water. They're constantly moving. They never stop moving. So maybe I'd be a shark. You convinced me to go in the sea. I didn't even know I was going to do that. <laughs> I thought I was going to be a giraffe today. Well, shout out to me and my killer well life. You know, chilling, chilling. All right. Free willy indeed. Uh, let's switch to sports. It's about that time. <laughs> let's switch to your your... Boy, who some people are going to call some type of animal. I will never do it. I know you'll never do it. Never, ever, ever. But how do you (laughs) feel about LeBron breaking the, becoming the all-time NBA leading scorer? I respect his longevity award. To play this long and stay healthy for this long, I respect. I think years to come is going to come out. He was definitely on HGH. But until the story breaks... I'm going to go ahead and give him Listen, a dude, for if home. for nothing else, the proof is in his hair. <laughs> Those little buds just started growing out of nowhere after he tried to spray paint his hair on for like three seasons. Uh, he's taking something. <laughs> I wonder how long the hairs on his balls are. Jesus. <laughs> well, I'll give him a longevity word to be to, to score that many points over and play for that many years is, is a hell of a feat. I think I don't think his record is going to last as long as Wilt's, though. No. No way. I think it's the way the NBA is now. People are scoring at an all-time high rate. Like, guys like Luka and stuff, they play 19, 20 years, they're going to crack that record. Steph. Because LeBron. Yeah, Steph. Well, that's the other thing is, like, uh, that doesn't get factored in a lot here is LeBron was shooting a lot of threes. Yeah, at the end, at the beginning, not so many, but yeah, he shot a lot of threes. Kareem did not. I mean, Kareem compared to Kareem. Yeah, Kareem did not, Kareem and then been. Steph shoots even more won. than LeBron, which means he's also not going in the paint and getting dirty. He could have a long 17, 18 year career playing horse from behind the three point line. You know, he could do that that Ray Allen thing for the last five into his early forties. He could just be like, "Yeah, no problem, man. Just post up, boop, three. Thanks very much for the playoff chance. You know, <laughs> easy peasy. So that's what it'll come down to. It'll come down longevity. But, I, I mean, I, it's a hell of a feat. The funny thing is, 
two funny things I took away from last night. First is they still fucking lost. Stink ass. I could have the line on it was six. And I was like, dude, I remember like Kobe's game. All they do is just feed him the ball, which means they only have to defend one person, really. So yeah, those and then games he breaks the record at the end of the third, and you want to know how many points he scored that try to help his team win in the fourth? Goose. Two. Oh. Two. So, like, the numbers don't mean sh- win. This is about wins and losses, bro. Your team is trying to make the playoffs. So you should have tried to win the game. And the second thing, the wildest shit I took from the night, which I found out later on Twitter, could you guess? The Anthony Davis face? No, no, no. Could oh. you guess what what sneakers his sons had on while sitting front row on their dad's biggest fucking night? <laughs> Did he have Kobe's on? No, they both were rocking Jordan. Oh, both of the kids. <laughs> both of the kids got on MJ's when your dad is literally compared to this dude all the time, uh, and they try to tell him he's not the goat because of MJ. And on his biggest night of breaking the record, both of you are sitting front row with a fresh pair of J's on. It literally was the funniest thing. I I thought it was the funniest shit. I was like, yo, your kids are telling you right now who's the real goat. But dad, we're gonna celebrate you. Cause it's no damn way if LeBron was my dad, I wouldn't have had on a pair of fresh yes. South Beach Nine. South Beach Nines would have been in effect on 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 that day. It's no, that's nothing else. Yeah, like, that what? that does seem super odd. <laughs> they both had OJs. I was like, oh man, oh, that's gosh. wild. I did not see that. <laughs> I did see Anthony Davis just sitting on the bench being a curmudgeon, which was hilarious. He's just like, yeah, yeah. that's why they lost. Scoring he wanted title. to play sidekick to LeBron, and he was like, "Yeah, we're gonna let LeBron do his thing tonight, but I'm gonna suck, and we're gonna lose." So, yeah, Anthony Davis having that Anthony Davis attitude once again. And did you hear the story about why Magic told him he better do it? To, he better do it last night. Why? Because <laughs> you wait to Thursday; it's probably not gonna be a big deal. They're gonna be talking about the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, though. Everybody knows who's king. NFL's fucking king. A hundred percent. What's going on? LeBron gonna be breaking an all-time forty-year-old score record. It doesn't matter. The third day before the Super Bowl, the world's gonna be talking about the Super Bowl for the next four <laughs> days, and then the four days after, deal with it. Nah, actually, three days after. It's a week-long event. It's like Thursday to Wednesday. <laughs> Doesn't that suck for all you other sports that compete? Well, dude, like one of we'll get to it, but one of my new favorite shows, The Last of Us on HBO Max, they come out on Sundays, like weekly on Sundays, like old Soprano style, like Sunday evenings. You, it's tune in time, whatever. They moved it from Sunday to Friday, I think, because they're like, no, non compete, no worries, man. We want our ratings. Y'all have it. We'll move it for a week, and if our people don't realize till Sunday, fuck them. Doesn't matter, you know. They don't care. Don't compete with Super Bowl. You don't compete with NFL. Period. Just leave that shit alone. Yeah, you lose. Like, there's a reason why Sunday night programming starts at eight o'clock after eight eight o'clock Pacific after the NFL games are over. Regular games, regular games. They go out of the way for. They move their (laughs) schedule based on big games like the Super Bowl. The NFL is king shit of everything. They are when it comes to TV, so leave them the fuck alone, people. 
It's like the <laughs> NFL owns everything that streams from like a cable, satellite, anything service, and then YouTube dominates the internet. Those two but titans. I don't like what I heard from. Um, I don't like what I heard from the commission today. They start flexing fucking Thursday night games. It's going to fucking blow me. What do you mean? Because they asked him about, you know, he gave his little state of the NFL address and shit. And they oh, to where they leave Thursday they night open? To where they don't know who's going to play yet? Yeah. That's oh, like, that's such a bummer team? for teams. You can't do that. That's yeah, like three yeah. days prep. Yeah, how you going to flex a team who just plays Sunday because you like the matchup into a Thursday game? Like, that's bullshit, bro. And you're making teams go all over different countries starting so like they're turning it. I think Roger Goodell's been hanging out with Vince McMahon and he's like, what'd you do to those wrestlers in the eighties and nineties? Make them all work <laughs> as hard as they could grind. Yeah. Let's do that. Ugh, this guy. Well, the NFL and NHL actually had their all-star games this past weekend. And, Look, they both sucked. They both suck. Listen, mm-hmm. that, the NHL All Star Game. I don't know why they split it into three teams. Ridiculous. This could be the most fun All Star Game of all the four major sports. All you have to do is take out checking. Nobody. They used to do it in the nineties. I used to watch them. That nobody <laughs> would check. Everybody would do all their fancy passing and stick skills. And then if there was somebody that had a rivalry, they would hustle up and down the ice like with each other. And everybody else just kind of like, okay, whatever. Like that could yeah. be one of the old, it could be like a skills competition within the game. And then they just, <laughs> they ruin it. <laughs> they ruin all these all-star games. And then NFL, NFL, oh my God, the split in skills competitions when they're in the middle of like setting up the next thing on the field of the flag football thing. And you know, when I was done, when they were doing the greatest catch shit and he was trying to catch the ball off of whatever fucking tower from who was that? Kerry Collins throwing him past uh, Justin Jefferson. And I said, you know what? This ain't for me, buddy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the player, it like, I saw an article that came out. I'd only read the headline because it's ridiculous and it's obvious, but it was like NFL player or flag football game goes over well with NFL players. It's like, yeah, of course it did. The NFL doesn't <laughs> drug test after the season's over, first of all. Second of all, the chances of getting hurt in a flag football game when you're high as balls is exponentially less than a real football game. And anybody that was wearing glasses on that field was high as shit, especially Ray Lewis. <laughs> Did you see his op- – he was the opening like ceremony. He was a master of ceremonies. Did you see that? No, no. I told you. I stopped watching after like Thursday when I saw the Oh, you saw, stopped watching the entire process. So I, I only turned in, uh, tuned in at noon on whatever day it was, Saturday or Sunday, because it was like after my son's basketball game and he wanted to check it out. And Ray Lewis is like the master of ceremonies kicking things off. And you're just like, oh, I get it. The bigger the glasses, the higher they are right now. That's great. And everybody's just running around the field kind of <laughs> hot dogging it. It's like, yeah, it's great. And then, like, you know, <laughs> towards the end, it gets a little fun and serious because, like, anything, which is what I was kind of hoping. Because in the beginning, it was just kind of everybody's dogging it. Just like, oh, it didn't, 
whatever. Who cares? Who cares? We'll kind of try. And then the more the games went on, the competitiveness started coming out. They're like, yeah, this is fun, but you know what? I'm still the fucking man, so get out of my, you know. And then by the end of it, Jalen Ramsey's like shoulder tackling people at the goal line. It's like, hey, 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 whoa, okay, okay. Like it was yeah, getting. What happened to Hill? He said he got depleted. Yeah, it was Tyree Kill that he hit. Because it was, oh. it was some, like, I forget who caught, I think it was Devontae Adams was going in, and Jalen Ramsey was going in to get his, his flag or whatever, and as it was at, like, the one-yard line, so at the last second, Devontae goes to pitch it right back to Tyreek Hill, so Jalen Ramsey kind of is already reaching for this one, so he just takes another step, because now Tyreek Hill has the ball, and they meet, but Jalen Ramsey was already going there, and Tyreek Hill was, like, not expecting it. So Tyreek Hill fell off his ass, and Jalen Ramsey's like, well, I was just kind of running towards the pylon, and you got in the way. <laughs> but So it did end up becoming a little more competitive, which was good, but they kept splicing in all these ridiculous like pre-recorded skills competitions, tic-tac-toe when you got to kick the ball. It's just dumb, dumb, dumb. I thought it was hilarious because everybody was high. <laughs> That being high always makes it better, but especially for entertainment value. Well, speaking of entertainment value, do you think uh, good old Tom is going to make good on his 10-year, $375 million deal with Fox Sports? you damn right he is. He's going to make – it's the highest sports broadcasting contract in history. It's he's not starting till next year, which is nice. So he could go take the next year off and go pound puss wherever he feels like it. <laughs> you know that's what he's doing. He's just well, gonna go party and do whatever. He's gonna go hook up with Urban Meyer and they're gonna travel the world, baby. That dude's in a corner crying, man. No, he's not. He, he he's in a corner crying somewhere that he had to retire. The only thing he loves is football. He probably don't even like girls. That's why Giselle left him. All he loves is that brown pig skin, bro. <laughs> that's, that's all that man loves. I don't even know if he made those kids. Somebody need to check. That and Gronk. Maybe and him and Gronk, Gronk go man. party all over the world. Maybe that's the nah, plan. If Gronk, if Gronk gets a hold of him, now he'll be partying. You're right about that. Yeah, since they're both retired, maybe that's the plan. They go all the all the Gronk parties with TV12 as the... Uh, <laughs> Get TV twelve shots in your arm and one in your ass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the other old guy contemplating his future, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, and I'm mad as shit that Devontae came out and made that like speech. Oh, I want him because I wanted him that you get traded for Dak. I take Aaron Rodgers right now for Dak straight up. Uh, yeah, you'd probably take a lot. What? Okay, let me ask you this. Would you take Trevor Lawrence for Dak straight up? Yes, I think if you're if they're a top fifteen quarterback in the NFL right now, except for Kirk Cousins, I don't want Kirk Cousins. I'm better off just keeping Dak. Give me a Garoppolo. I take Garoppolo right now. You might get him. I think we got. Yeah, I think we. I think we. I honestly believe we have a 49ers type team. Would you maybe not accept maybe not a all trade the type, all the weapons? Of... But I think our defense could have the chance to be a little better. Would you accept a trade for Trey Lance in a three-way deal? But you don't. But you don't want Dak. Where's Dak going? That's what I'm saying. A three-way deal. 
if we somehow could unload Trey Lance to you, would that be an upgrade to Dak? Take it. I'm taking it. I okay. don't know. Uh, see, that's I why, take, that's why I, I thought it. it was a good question. I don't know if it's an upgrade, but I'd take him. I'd rather take the chance and, okay. There's more of a ceiling with Trey Lance yeah. than there is with and, Dak. And there's that unknown, right? I know what I have with Dak. Exactly. If you have a Kirk Cousins down, that is more exciting in the playoffs. They can't win. <laughs> exactly. And they give him $40 million, so in his mind, he is someone else. If they can get him to play like Brock Purdy, like if you could be – there's weapons everywhere. Now, I love the fact that we're changing the offensive coordinator, but we have weapons everywhere. Pollard did get hurt, so it's kind of a downside. But if you can get him to play like – that's why I'm okay with Like if they were able to cut him, but I don't know what the cap hit would be. I literally would be fine with pouring that money into the weapons around him and playing Cooper Rush. Like, I literally believe we have that much talent on my team. I, I truly believe that. Especially next year, offensive line, when Steele comes back, we're going to have to find somewhere to put tight. Like, we're going to have so many offensive linemen that we're going to have to find somewhere to put a first battle Hall of Fame. Like, we're going to have to find somewhere to put him if Terrence Steele is healthy. Because Terrence Steele is playing right tackle. He was playing that well before he yeah. got hurt. So, like, either Tyron's going to go back to left or he's going to have to play guard because I really don't want him to go back to left. I want Tyron to stay at left. We'll have two all-pro guards and two young tackles that I have a lot of faith in. What? Put Cooper Rush behind that line with Pollard and another weapon, give me another receiver, and throw some more pieces on the defense, I'd be perfectly fine with that. But, no, they're going to fucking pay Dak $45 million to stink. I don't care how good he looks next year in the regular season. You won't hear me any talk, any shit about him because I know what's going to happen when it comes to playoffs. We can go 17-0. and 0. Playoffs come, he's going to fall. <laughs> Divisional Dak will show up again. <laughs> can't tell me otherwise. So um, I'm over him, but I won't be drafting him anymore in fantasy. Fuck that. By the way, how fun is it now that the Niners have the stronghold over the Cowboys in the playoffs? It's only been fucking 20, 30 years in the making. Yeah, that early '90s shit. I'm over it now. You own us. Thankfully, not anybody else though. So basically, Aaron Rodgers is going to go get faded on ayahuasca, trip out for four days, and then get paid. (laughs) He's going to come back and be like, "Okay, here's where you're allowed to trade me. Good luck. (laughs) I'm going to keep growing my hair again until this fades out of my system." He's a wild man. It's so great that Green like Green Bay is so perfect because they don't give a fuck about anything except for their football team. They're like, you could do what kind of like Ben Roethlisberger in Pittsburgh. They're like, do whatever the fuck do you want. Do whatever do you want. He, he goes to foreign countries and does this shit. Yeah. Where it's totally legal to do, so nobody can do nothing to him. I know, but like, the fact that nobody shit. even cares. They're just like, Yeah, talk about it on the radio. What you want to fire the coach? Fire the coach. I don't give a shit. Do whatever you want, buddy. We lost Brett Favre. We don't want to lose you, too. They don't care. <laughs> They'll do anything. Yo, yeah, they, they want to keep him, but he wants to go. Yeah, he does. He just wants to. And that's the thing is where, like, that Vegas thing that I was saying, he doesn't necessarily have to be on the West Coast, but the closer he can get, the better for him. And Vegas is a hop, skip, and a jump. It's a 45-minute helicopter <laughs> flight to San Diego. It's a 20-minute private jet over to San Francisco. He's going to be just fine. 
Yeah, he went booze with them. He got them to give him the contract, and now wherever he goes, they're gonna have to pay him that amount of money. Plus, when booze with the plus, he's got, it's gonna be he's gonna get the Max Scherzer Mets deal to where he's gonna have a player yeah. option for two years. After that, up to a three-year contract, and then he can go sign Green Bay for a day or a year and retire. Wamboozle. Hey, tell you, good on him. Last year with the offseason of quarterbacks wamboozling organizations. Bonanza. And Rodgers got wamboozled the Packers. <laughs> Your boy, Russell, Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson was egregious. Still is. Will like, be one of the worst pulled, signings ever. Uh, it's like the Carl Crawford of like the NFL. Did. <laughs> he might have pulled the Houdini, Houdini act of all time because <laughs> he got them to give him $200 million and he is trash. Old like, trash. So Old trash. The, and he you still has an – I read an article where he still has an entourage that he brings <laughs> to the facility. It's his quarter, mental quarterback coach. His – you know, he's all weird and Ciara or whatever. He's oh. got his, like, nutritionist. He's got his this. He's got his that. And Sean Payton's like – yeah, we don't let outsiders in the building. It's our staff and our players, and that's it. So bro, no more of this. He has his own office. I know. It's <laughs> ridiculous. Like, unless, they should have just made him a player coach. That's the only thing that makes sense, giving him that much money. $200 million. Yeah, and an and office. Said, <laughs> and an office. I did not and know his, about the office. His wide receiver said, yeah, he does have an office, man, because he's so dedicated to winning. <laughs> sure. He's dedicated to being a prima donna. Because his, his magic that his $200 million buys is not close enough and does not have a big enough video, bro. Nah, he needs to get away from Sierra. The kids come to the facility so he can ref- he can refund it, watch this shit. And studied it. Man, get the hell out of here. He went boozing Broncos so fucking bad. He made them bend over and kiss his left nut, then pick up their face, bend back over and kiss his right nut. My goodness. He swam with them for the biggest contract that they ever gave him a quarterback and a corner office, bro. And a corner office. That's like when somebody never, in the corporate world is. Tom Brady never had a fucking office at the Green Bay facility. <laughs> but that's like, that's like when, uh, like in corporate America, when they entice you, where they're like, "We'll throw in any car that you want. Like, let's go pick a car." You know what I mean? It's like it's the same <laughs> thing. Like you can have an office <laughs> yeah. in the building, and we'll provide that for you. Yes, it's so fucking funny. He sucks so bad. I mean, what's really sad is he's getting paid now what he should have been paid eight years ago. So kind of it balances yeah. out, but it really sucks for the Broncos. <laughs> and that's why he did it to wamboozle them because he was like, yo, I missed out on all this money when I was actually looking good. Yeah. And now I know I'm a little trash, so I need to get it. Get, get it, right it before now. they see me. <laughs> Who else wamboozle? Oh, he, they're not the only two. Oh, Tyler. Kyle's another wamboozler. Yeah, he wamboozled them. He'll be. He straight up doesn't show up to film and they extended him and then was like, hey, by the way, back off, guys. Okay, <laughs> Cardinals are going to suck forever. Good for you. He'll, he'll be out of there in two years, bro. When that contract can get ripped up, he'll be gone. All these guys wamboozling people out of their money. <laughs> but what they did do is make open these doors for all. all the, watch the numbers on these next round of quarterback contracts. It's going to be utterly ridiculous. This Joe Bell, Her- Herbert, 
Who else is coming? Joe Burrow is going to get an $800 million contract with the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, all these new dudes. Trevor Lawrence. If the Jaguars can win a couple of playoff games, they'll back up a Navy ship full of money (laughs) into Florida to give that man anything he wants. All these young dudes, man, I'm telling you. Like, they're about to, it's just about to be one after the other. You forgot. You see, here's the problem, though. Here's the problem is you did really well, but you said that the biggest whamboozle was Russell Wilson. That's not true. You're forgetting about our boy Deshaun. Well, he didn't really wet boo. I think he's going to be good. Do you remember I mean, the he, way they structured the contracts, though? <laughs> where he only lost like $4 million out of his 250 <laughs> That is a wham-boozle. <laughs> he, he didn't even lose a million. <laughs> he lost hundreds like, of thousands of dollars. He lost over the first year of his deal, he was scheduled to make the vet minimum, which is 900000 So all of those prorated checks that he lost, were prorated out of nine hundred thousand, so he literally lost pennies. And next year he's going to make like fifty. <laughs> he starts at like forty million, then forty two, then forty four, and then he gets to get out of Cleveland and re-sign a four hundred million dollar deal with whoever he feels like it. I take it back. I'm wrong. I was wrong. Lamboozle <laughs> of the year is Deshaun. The only thing that makes Deshaun a little different than Russ is Deshaun can still play. I yeah. think. Yeah. So, so he's going to have a chance to actually be good and they can make some money off him. He went two playoff games at Cleveland. They're going to sell enough shit to make $200 million matter. back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And don't let them make an NFC Champions, AFC Championship game. Shit, they might double the value of the city. I promise you. Like, they're going to be buying everything <laughs> in Cleveland. Anything with Cleveland's name on it, they're going to be buying it because Cleveland has those type of fans. Yeah, they but, have uh, nothing else. Yeah, man. Again, you get these but, uh, Midwest... That was Football the hell He pulled a Kobe. R.I.P. to R.I.P. R. 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 to Kobe twenty four. He pulled a Kobe with that deal. Because for all those who don't know, Kobe got his deal done the same way when he was facing those allegations. Yeah. So he can go buy that three million dollar ring. He was like, "Yo, drop the bag on me now. I need this front end. I need front ended now. I'll I'll sign the five year deal, but I need a boatload up front." Cause I got some money to give away. <laughs> Couple people need to be paid. Uh, we got some yeah. damage control money that we need to spend here. <laughs> hey, yeah. how, you, how do you want the optics of the team to be? Help me help you. <laughs> there you go, buddy. Look, we're going to make this all go away quietly, but it's going to require money. So, uh, oh, man. All right. Yeah, Super Bowl preview. Eagles chiefs. We don't need to dive in too far. Who do you have as a winner? I think I'm gonna go Eagles. I think, I think, uh, I, I don't know, man. Chiefs. I'm gonna go Chiefs. Fuck it. I don't want Mahomes to win, but I think they're gonna win. I think their line will hold up. If their line holds up, they win. If Eagles off the defensive line dominates, it might not be close. Because their offensive line is gonna hold up pretty well, I believe. But yeah, the Chiefs defense is is gonna be exposed. I I truly think that the Eagles will score like 31 points in this game. That's what I said. I think they'll score, but I think Mahomes can outscore them if it's his line holds up like I I'm, think it is. Now, I'm going to make a decision after I talk this through because the line is one and a half Eagles, and but 
Like all the winning indication percentage, blah, 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 is leaning towards the Chiefs at like 52% chance of victory or whatever, which is basically nonsense. Patty Mahomes says his ankle's better. You've had two weeks to rest. It better be better. Like, what are you talking about? That's that's silly. That's nonsense talk. So I think the Eagles are going to – my locked-in number for the Eagles is 31. I think they score 31 points regardless. Now, whether Kansas City scores 35 – or 18 is the difference. I would love it to see the Eagles win because I don't want to see Patty Mahomes win. I, I don't like these anointed quarterbacks. Like, once you start anointing people, that's when I start stop liking Brady. Now he's the next one. So now I don't want to see him win. Now I'm, I'm, now I'm a hater. I that's used fair. to be a fan, but now that everybody's on his balls, I'm a hater. I don't want to see him win. Mm, interesting. Probably will, but... I... Don't want the Chiefs to win. Although I don't, for whatever reason, I have the same thing where I'm like, yeah, I just don't like watching Patty Mahomes win that much. Um, I don't like the fact that their offense is two players. That bugs the piss out of me. Like, it's fun. It's incredible that two players are better than 11 a lot of the time. But I like the complete package team Victory, like being able to rely on all of your things and never being like, oh my God, we're going to get crushed here. Like, eh, I don't know. Yeah, and that's going to be tough because they, Eagles have the lineup to match up. Like they have, uh, what's your boy, your, your boy 23 to match up with Kelsey and they'll probably throw a linebacker underneath the double team. And they can man up on corner. Like they have two of the best, supposedly two of the best corners in the league. So if that's the case, their pass rush should be able to get home. We'll see if that happens on Sunday. If they can rush four, have a defensive back linebacker combo on Kelsey, and blitz, you know, every... Oh, they're going to have Gardner Johnson on Kelsey. That's the matchup. It'll be Gardner Johnson. He'll probably have some help, but that's going to be the matchup. Gardner Johnson is going to take him all day. But that's what I'm saying. There I'm still so has to be some help there. And but if they can get there with four and let the linebackers play in the middle of the field for the most part, I think that's going to spell trouble for Kansas City. Now, if they're doing the thing where they're like, "Let's get after him, let's pressure him, let's play wild man ball," I think Patty Mahomes tears them apart. That should be. A fun I think game. if the Eagles are too aggressive on defense, they will lose this game because I think that they do have the athletes to just play their positions and be better athletes than the person on the other side of the ball. I do too. I think their trenches are better on both sides, but I think it's the way that they scheme it. If they don't, if they, if they get taken advantage over the middle, they're toast. Yeah. There's no middle pressure. If Cox and those guys are not getting middle pressure, Mahomes can beat you. Even if you're the better. I'm going with Eagles. 31, 18, 13 point victory. Ooh, that's a that's a hell of a victory. You put that in, you you can win a lot of money. I'm sure that's a that, like the odds on that is probably. I think they're like s- plus six seventy five or plus eight twenty five, something like that. And I am gonna yeah, bet it. I'm sure I would do it. I'm, I'm gonna bet the Eagles it. to win by like seven to twelve and like thirteen to eighteen, and get and whatever. Odds I want the Eagles to win. I think Kansas City is gonna win. It'll probably be a close game, six point game. I would say 37 to 31. No. Let's take your score. I'll go 
28. Okay. I'm going uh, 31-18. Eagles. And I'm kind of inspired by, uh, we can switch to what you're watching. Have you seen the Bullies of Baltimore? I got it recorded. I started, but I didn't finish. It was too late at night. Yeah, it's kind of a long one. I've seen, I missed like the first 20 minutes of it, and then I saw like the next 45. It's a 30 for 30, so it does kind of doesn't matter when you jump in, especially if you know the story um, yeah. and all the players and stuff. So I, I've seen over the course of the past two days, I've seen like, an hour of it, I think. And it's good. It's just whatever. But even that Super Bowl run, I was like, man, the the good defense went in there and kind of dominated. Like, I think I think the Eagles can do it. It inspired me to to think that the Eagles could win by a spread where most of the Super Bowls seem to be pretty close these days. Well, they win the Super Bowls and that I mean they're not that, but Jalen's definitely gonna ask for that bag. <laughs> I need that bag, buddy. There's going to be a lot of paid quarterbacks coming through here. It is. Which is kind of crazy because now everybody's starting to pay the defensive side of the ball. And it's like, whoa, we're going to get back to this place of having to make decisions, not just paying quarterbacks. I mean, not really. The the cap is $228 million. You just have to navigate it correctly. Like quarterback, right. $40 million of your cap shouldn't hamper you that much. Not if no one else is making more than twenty. And a lot of people don't have $20 million defensive backs. Like, sorry, some people are worth it, some are not. Yeah, but if you have have a $20 million or, let's say, a $15 million defensive back, a $20 million or $15 million linebacker, and a $20 to $25 million defensive lineman, that takes up a big chunk, and that's three positions on defense. Plus, you got to pay a wide receiver, and either a tight end or a running back usually is one or the other. So yeah. I mean that's that's usually 190 million gotta, right there. Gotta stop playing running backs. And being that we got a franchise, Tony Pollard, you know what that means. Finally, bye bye Ezekiel. Have fun on the open market. Hope Zeke's just gonna go home. to the Texans. He's like, I don't want to move far. Have fun. Go to the Texans. Play back up to Damian Pierce. Either that, or he does the Ricky Williams and goes to Miami. Welcome to Miami, Benvenito, Miami, Miami. So, are you watching anything now that football has kind of gone down, or are you ramping up with basketball? No, no, I've been really sitting there watching no TV, just a whole bunch of shit going on. Ooh, buddy, let me tell you. A whole bunch of shit going on, bro. So, yeah, nothing going on. So, keep me updated. What's going on? What's new? Shrinking on Apple TV. Hold on. I did watch one show. Hold on. Before, what's the name of it? Um, it's a cooking show. Pressure cooker. There you go. Oh, I told you about that already. I remember okay, that from two weeks ago. Me. All right, cool. Never mind. Is that no one good though? Show. Are you enjoying it still? That shit was good. It's over now. I watched watched it. Okay. I there was a new one on Netflix. I thought you might dive into just as like boring in the background stuff. The physical one hundred, just because it's weird. I haven't seen it yet. It's just like some random like strong person competition i don't even know what it is but it looks silly but shrinking on apple tv plus is awesome with jason siegel um it's very funny pretty dark but funny shrinking shrinking yep and what are they just shrinking people actually they are jason siegel's a psychiatrist going through a very tough mental thing but he's still a psychiatrist yep like shrink 
psychiatrist shrink. Um, it's funny because it's really dark. It's really witty. And the <laughs> new show, The Last of Us. Mike, you would love this show, I think. It is not something I would want to watch normally. I just happened to put it on because I was like, you know what? Don't be an asshole. Just put on this show that seems to be cool. Even though the premise and all these, everything that's on the list of what this show is, is like, not for me, not for me, not for me, not for me. <laughs> I was just like, just stop being in your own way. Try something that you don't, you know, it's like I didn't like catch up for a long time. Used to love it and then I hated it. And then after a while, I was like, oh, you know what? It's been a long time. I do like ketchup. So I just threw this stupid thing on for the ketchup theory. And it's <laughs> one, like the best new show on television. It's so well done. It's so well done. It's on like the, the fourth episode, I think. And like the opening scene is there's a character holding a gun that they just acquired in the, like the end of the last episode. And they're like holding it up to a mirror and like checking it out, like doing all the things like click and, and unclick and stuff. And while I'm thinking, are there any bullets in there or do they have any bullets? Cause they didn't show that. They just showed them picking something up. They literally, it's like the character pulls out the clip and like reveals what they've got or whatever. And it's like, it's just so sharp. That is, it's almost like they wrote the episode watched it and then was like hey anybody have any questions about what happened and then they rewrote in details and reshot it it was just like they proofread their own script so many times it feels like it was just it's bulletproof there's not any wasted scenes there's no wasted dialogue and the action is fucking pretty awesome i can't oversell mm -hmm. this enough it's a great show i highly recommend it to anybody that has HBO Max really? I might give it. I might give it a look at some point. Yeah, it's not something you need uh, to jump I'm in right away. But yeah, definitely. Like next weekend when you're like, "Hey, where's the football?" You can go throw on The Last of Us and see if you like it. <laughs> mm, that would be All Star Weekend, man. Next weekend is All Star Weekend. That's the great thing about the Super Bowl. Super Bowl weekend then always followed by All Star Weekend, and then the NBA starts for real. Yeah, but NBA All-Star Weekend, it's kind of a drag. Well, not now. The All-Star Game, you know, they got the Elam ending, so it gets kind of you get the kind of hooping at the end. I, mean, I don't remember the new format the because I kind of got over it. I just saw I wouldn't even watch the game for like the last eight years. I wouldn't even. I would just bet the over and then know that I was cashing in. That was it. That's all I would do. And every year they kept upping it. It's like 260, 280, 312 points. It's like, doesn't matter. Bet the over. And it hits every time. Now it's the Elam ending. So they set to a number and then they got to get to that number. Oh, it gets it gets a little bit more than it has been. All right. Well, I'll tune back yeah. into that then. I'll check out the NBA All-Star. I got no issues with that. I did, uh, just to wrap up on everything, I did one of those things that everybody kind of hates probably i don't know i shouldn't speak for anybody except myself but i did one of those things where i started watching a show that everybody's been into for a long time that i'm like and i'll start watching it now and so i started watching stranger things did you ever watch it never seen an episode me There's neither three shows like that that people tell me about that people are so into that i've never seen it's stranger things 
Sons of Anarchy and Breaking Bad. I have a lot of people that told me all three shows are like great shows that I should watch, and I've never seen a single episode of any. So I've I watched... tried to do Sons of Anarchy, but I just couldn't. Like I couldn't get through episode one. Couldn't do it. Yeah, honestly, Sons of Anarchy is something where I think you might have some fun with it, but I wouldn't necessarily be like, "Oh, dude, go watch this show. You got to watch it." Like, eh. I mean. I highly enjoyed it, but I don't know that you would. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's a great show if you're into that thing. But if you're not into that thing, then it's kind of whatever. Yeah, I've heard quite a few people tell me how great of a show it is. I'm a, I'm a, I might try it again. But that's the same thing people said about Ozark. Like, it was a lot of, oh, watch Ozark. And I See, I watched half of, I, yeah, I watched the first two episodes was like kind of whatever went back to watch the next two, like a month later. It was like, yeah, this show just isn't for me. And then I heard it fizzled out pretty terribly. It was like basically the first season and a half was good. And then it wasn't good anymore. Like, yeah, I could kind of tell in the first couple episodes that that wasn't going to string for very long. You know, it's a, it's a, it's like a pimple, not a peak. (laughs) But I did start watching stranger things. So I'm a couple episodes in and I, I get the allure to it. I mean, are being stranger. Yeah, I, I'm gonna give the first <laughs> season a whole go through so they can kind of really explain the story. Because I think the whole thing to it is like, after the season was over, it's like, oh man, that was awesome and different. When's the next thing? And then they really poured a lot of time and effort into it, more than they did the first one because they knew they had a hit. So, yes. the fact that there's still, and the only reason why I'm doing this. Is the same thing I did with Breaking Bad. It's four seasons in is when I'm like, okay, when I turn on TV by myself, this is what I'll watch until I get through it. And it became easy to do that and easy to watch and binge at times. But the reason why I did that was because it got through its three-season lull thing where it can have its arc and then need to come back up in season four. People are still on board and they're going to come out with a new season. Okay, I'll jump in on that. So that's what I'm doing. And I know I have time. If I have four seasons of Stranger Things to get through and they don't come out with a new season till I don't know, the end of the year, <laughs> I'm in the clear. I'm good. So I wanted to ask you, as we round this episode out for this week, speaking of Stranger Things and Breaking Bad and Sons of Anarchy, what are your top five TV series of all time? I think I know what number one is. Anybody who knows me knows what number one is. Sesame and Street. It's not in question. <laughs> the greatest TV series that has ever played on television in the history of the world. The other kind of streets. The Wire. There you go. <laughs> the Wire. Shout out to my man, Marlo. My man, you know what I mean? Shout out RIP to my man, Omar. You know, but yeah, that's the greatest show I've ever TV show I've ever watched. I'm a Wire fan, and I watch it over and over again every summer. Else, you know? At um, least <laughs> number two, number two is Martin. Nice, but it's a close number two to my number three, which is Friends. I love Friends. Friends is such a great fucking show. <laughs> <laughs> Friends is such a funny fucking show. Okay, what anybody tells you, Friends is a great show. It is. Um, it's not anywhere near my top five, but it's a great show. 
No, Friends is definitely number three. I can believe I've watched Friends. I only, and the thing about it, I only started Friends for the first time in like 14, like 2014 or 15. Like yeah. That. And I've seen it at least three times all the way through now. <laughs> like, that's how good of a show it is to me. Friends is fucking hilarious. Um, Number four is a show that probably most people don't know, but The League is off now. That is my shit. <laughs> the League was great. The League is my shit. Uh, what would be number five? Um, oh, um, number five is a uh, what's your boy name on Showtime? Ray Donovan. I'm a Ray Donovan fan. Ray Donovan is my shit. Nice. Now that we just went through yours, I'm thinking we did this before, but we may have had a couple of different answers, or maybe it was just a casual thing before we started doing the top five at the end of the show. Maybe. Uh, because mine are in no necessarily well, particular. Maybe you just know me well. And I maybe that's also the man. case where we've just had this conversation before and not recorded it. <laughs> we, we, aren't, we aren't just. Like, we do like to smoke buddy. weed and hang out. <laughs> you know, so we're real friends. So anybody doesn't know that. Like, I didn't just hire this black guy. Yeah. He's doing it for we're free. Like, <laughs> we are a random hired plan. That's why we argue. That's why we go back and forth like we're yeah. real friends. So sometimes it gets heated on here. So these arguments you see aren't fake or stage. Oh, he no. got under my skin a little because <laughs> guess what? I love him and he can. And I get under his skin sometimes. You know why? Because he loves me and I can. That's right. So and we that's move what on. We rebalance and we keep going. Who, uh, right. My top five in no particular order. Um, Rescue me. That one hits home for me. I, I, I've watched it over a few times. It's a Dennis Leary, who I have loved as a comedian anyway. Good actor, great actor. Irish alcoholic fireman in New York after 9-11, and he's got to pick up the pieces of all this stuff. I'm like, yeah, I relate to a lot of these things. I was just not around 9-11 or firefighter, although I was in fire ROTC. So Rescue Me is always going to be, that's like the drama. That's my Sopranos, baby, is Rescue Me. <laughs> Sopranos was good. Sopranos was good. Seinfeld. I grew up on Seinfeld. I've seen every episode. I'm not joking. The minimum I've seen every episode, including like the first season, not great ones, is at least 15 times. And the ones that I've seen a lot are 30 to 40. Like that, in my house, constantly, that's what my parents were watching. Um, Martin also grew up on Martin. My parents always, that was religious watching. It was like when Martin came on, it was like, everybody's doing the song and dancing. (laughs) That was what we did. Uh, Ray Donovan's on my top five. Ray Donovan, it's even when it had the dips, it never really dipped. Like that show was... It plateaued for a couple of seasons, but it never dipped. It it's just one of the stronger things I've I've seen in a long time, and the movie Mike is so good. <laughs> ah, it's so good. I'm so mad at you that you haven't seen it yet. Yeah, I might put it on when we get off right here. Like as soon as I get off, here, it I is so good. I ain't doing shit else. It is so good. And then text that. me after you watch it if you do, and you could be like, "Yep, should have." Glad I I watched it. Because it doesn't necessarily mean you should have seen it sooner. You watch it when you're ready. And that's when it hits you the best. And then the last one. This one may be the best just because it's I mean, it's one of the best ever. The Simpsons. 
Yeah, you know what Simpsons are. Simpsons is one of the greatest shows ever, and it predicts all of the future. So if you go back and watch The Simpsons, you probably can tell me what the hell is about to happen. But here's the other <laughs> thing that's wonderful about The Simpsons and that whole thing is all they were doing, like, throughout all of their history is a lot of it was just thought-provoking silliness stuff that they're like, hey, we're looking at these societal trends, and uh, if we're not careful... Some of this stuff may happen, and they make funny goofs about it. But then the thing is, they did a million of those. So probably a hundred are going to be true. You know what I mean? It's just <laughs> funny, like, the Venn diagram of, like, what actually happened versus what they were just like. We threw out everything. Something was bound to stick in the future 20 years later. You know, it's just, like, it's silly and fun. When you say it like that, yeah. But uh, I will say honorable mentions, Billions. I think that's one of the better written shows in a long time. Honorable mention, they were actually on. I actually just thought about that. Billions is a great show. Watch that shit. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah. Billions is a great show. Hell yeah. When did you start watching it? I watched Billions when it first started, like a long time ago. Billions been on for a while. I can run back so many different programs where you're like, okay, I'm going to start Billions, maybe after The Wire, but I've never seen it before. Oh no no yeah billions is billions of this I watch billions yeah I watched billions when it first started but I might have <laughs> fell off for a while but okay. no, I definitely watched billions when it first started okay it, it, it did like, oh I need to watch a new season or something like that billions did the thing where it had a very high arc the one season one season two arc was huge and then season three was a direct decline because it just repeated season two in a different way and then season. Four was kind of like most of it was still sideways. They're trying to figure out characters, and then towards the end, it picked up. And then five and six are like the best seasons yet. <laughs> oh, hold on, hold on. I gotta change my top five to hell with that because I left my show off. I left Blacklist off my top five. Ah. I don't know what the fuck I was thinking and how I missed that, and I don't know who goes. But Blacklist is on the list, okay? So That's fair. Everyone understand. We'll just Blacklist put somebody else in honorable mention. Kachunk. No problem. Yeah. Blacklist is a great show. Now, when I say great show, Blacklist is a great show. My other two honorable mentions are Family Matters and Breaking Bad. Because Breaking Bad was one of those shows where I waited the four seasons, jumped in because everybody was on fire about it. And I was like, yeah, this is a really good show. Like, I don't know about Stop Your Life to Watch It When It Comes On, like people were doing. Having watch parties, like, what are you doing? Smoking meth and watching Breaking Bad? How do you have a Breaking Bad watch party? Is ridiculous. But no, I know people who used to like, yeah, they planned their day around uh, Breaking Bad coming on. Yeah, crazy. Dress up like in hazmat suits to watch a fucking TV show in your living room. Weirdness. Not like that. Not Game of Thrones with meth. I'm not doing that. But Game of Thrones. I know people who are like that about Game of Thrones too. Oh yeah. Pretty much any white person you knew besides me. <laughs> <laughs> it was a thing. I'll ju- and here's the thing. Now that that's completely over, I'll, I'll Sopranos that thing. Like in a few years when I have like a week off and nothing to do, I'll be like, I'm going to fire up Game of Thrones. <laughs> I've never seen that either, actually, now that I think about it. Yeah, me neither. Lots of boobies in it, I guess, which is cool. Lots of people dying by really? sword. But the thing you wouldn't you like is there's lots of dragons. Oh, well, I know it's make-believe. Helps me watch it. Helps me deal with the death bear. There you, you know, go. Really dying. They're fake dying. They're fake dying. They're, they're dying. fake sacrificing things. Mm-hmm. They're fake doing all this weird go. stuff. 
But you know it's not fake, Mike. You. You're not fake. You're not fake either, man. I know. It gets me in a lot of trouble. But that's okay. I'm willing to deal with it. <laughs> it's all good bro be you and let it's all good baby baby it. so while we're all being good be good to us follow us share us give us a click 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 of some kind it helps mm-hmm. it's fun to see that we're dancing around in a bunch of different weird places i don't usually care how many streams and stuff we get although the numbers keep going up which is delightful but when i see them in random places that's my fun stuff like when i do my once a week upload i'll check on last week like hey, where did this thing roll out to? And it's like, the more countries, the better. And it only helps by you clicking and sharing and telling people about it. So please do. If you want to, you can follow us at Black Irish Pod. You can follow Mike at Black Irish 213. Myself at Brendan McCorkle Comedy. And do yourself a favor. Be good to yourself today. And if you feel like it, be good to somebody else. I love you, Mike. I'm so glad you're here. Glad we got to do this thing. And uh, I love your red hat. <laughs> love you too, my guy. Man, check on your people, man. I know you don't talk to your people every day. Not just you, Brendan, but anybody who's listening. Check on your people. Tell them you love them, man. You never know what's going to happen tomorrow. So, you know, enjoy today, man. Love you all. Peace. Peace.